Richard Hager. Maynard. I have noticed that housing sales are up in the Seattle area, Puget Sound area. Yes. Some houses selling for actually more than what they're asking. And I'm wondering, does this bleed over into recreational property, too? And the reason I'm asking, I'm thinking of places like Ocean Shores or even over in Idaho, Tamarack, and some of these places that may have been overbuilt, and now we're just sitting there. Are they selling? Yes. Yes. In fact, I just got back from Montana, and we were in the Big Sky area and, and uh, Flathead Lake and things like that, surprisingly. And they're starting to see these recreational areas and houses starting to sell. They were kind of frozen, if you will, in time, you know, because of the downturn of real estate everywhere. But we're seeing where the consumers, like in the Seattle area, uh, the good times are rolling. The economy's moving forward, so we have more income. And as a result of that, they're starting to buy these recreational properties. Well, what about some of these places that were maybe overbuilt? Tamarack Mm -hmm. in Idaho, they built all these places on the ski lodge, and then... uh -uh. And how do those places hold up if they've been sitting there vacant, unattended for years? What happens? I would think that they would start to rot. No, they do. Uh, And and I have friends who live in Florida, and their condominiums, if they're not air-conditioned or the ones in Big Sky and other places constantly heated and maintained, you're right. Them just sitting there, they do start to deteriorate a little bit. And some of the ones that I've seen there, they are furnished. Yes, They're yes. chuckload of furniture. And, and so what do they do? they sell the furniture in a garage sale? Do they include it? What happens there? Well, that in fact, that was the big discussion over there in Montana is, is that often they're including furniture with these recreational resorts. And you see it, whether it's in Havasu, Montana, Whistler, that they'll want to include furniture. Or in Lake Havasu, they'll include a boat. But you can't do it. They're not supposed to include personal property. It's not supposed to be part of a mortgage, a loan on the house. Now, if they're paying cash for the property, it's not a problem. If it's seller financing, it's the not a problem. The bank doesn't want to own a dinette set if they have to take it back. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the issue is, is the, the value of real estate. It's supposed to have a loan only on the value of real estate. Personal property must be subtracted from the loan amount. Is there much of that going on in the here in Seattle in real estate? Uh, people trying to do that? The good news is, is, you know, we did a lot of classes on this back in 04 through 09 and, and And so if it was, it's slowed down. But there's still an agent um, over in West Seattle that was offering a car with a a condominium. And that's absolutely not something that you can do because it it cannot be included in the mortgage loan. If you have a bank loan, you can't do it. That's it. It's just the banks make mortgages. If you want a car loan, get us different. It's a car loan or a furniture loan or, or whatever that is. And so it can create problems. Because the appraiser, when they go in, we have to subtract the value of that personal property from the um, appraised value, if you will. Whether it's a concession, a kickback, closing costs, or whatever it is, the appraisers are supposed to subtract it. And if they do not, the bank will subtract it. Well, so. there's plenty of lousy appraisers, so they may do that, right? <laughs> I mean, you pointed that out on this show. Yes, yes, yeah. uneducated. I, uh, I bought a motorcycle uh, last week. A guy threw a house in on the deal. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> All for 1995. Uh, Richard Hager. <laughs> Me. Thank you.